Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Rivers and BK on 101 ESPN. Jamie, I've been looking forward to this conversation all day long. We're going out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined by our friend Rex Hudler. He played for the Cardinals from 90 to 92. He is now the TV color commentary for the Royals. Hud, how you doing today, man? Oh, Brandon, are you kidding, man? Nice introduction. You make me feel special and really... I'm no like any, I'm just like anybody else, man. Just just uh, happy. I got uh, four people that I've been um, hanging out with for the last two months. My three boys that are here, they're teenagers, and my wife, and they still love me. Hud, I gotta I gotta ask because I can't imagine what the Hudler household is like right now. What what have you guys been doing to pass the time during this quarantine? You know. This is time I'll never get back, guys, because for the last 40 years, God has blessed me to be in the grand game of baseball as a player and a broadcaster, and I'm gone this time of year, always. I mean, um, being home for Easter, being home for all these holidays, Mother's Day coming up, watching the leaves turn myself instead of coming home from a 10-day road trip, and, 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 and everything's changed. You're like, wow, look what happened. Man, turn spring on. Now I'm watching it every single day and trying to uh, re, uh, think about and dwell on positives, not negatives. Um, for a while, m- my wife Jennifer wanted to watch the news every day, all day. And I just go, honey, you know what? Let's, let's get a little dose in the morning, but let's just turn it off and let's continue to go about our day thinking about others, how we can help them. Uh, doing PSA reads for certain uh, charities in, in Kansas City has been a lot of fun. Um, you know, going down to my baseball room that, that my wife let me have uh, when we moved here, uh, uh, and I unloaded all my baseball memorabilia, it's HUD's House of Baseball. So it's been really fun. I go down there, I make videos for fans and also videos for my social media and tell stories. And during this time, it's a storytelling time because people got more time on their hands. But in the meantime, you know, like most people, getting my house in order, uh, going through stuff in the basement that I can get rid of when we moved in here nine years ago. Uh, you know, little things to keep us busy. Uh, but I can't tell you the movies with my kids lasted about a month in the evening. Every one of them got to pick out their own movie. We had fun, bonded as a family. Now it's kind of gone away a little bit. And uh, we're moving on to different things. Games. um, but we really have uh, appreciated the, 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 the slowdown in life and what comes with that, and that is family. 
family time. I'm getting to know my kids. And my senior, William, got, got his senior year in baseball wiped out, his prom. You know, the, they went to spring break and never came back to school. So he's lost his senior year. So grieving with my son and, and being sensitive towards his needs has been uh, really a blessing. Um, to, to pour in totally to my family, that is way more important than baseball playing or broadcasting it uh so this is to me has been extremely valuable and thankfully we are not uh affected and or infected by the virus we spend a lot of time on our hands and knees praying for those who battle it every single day who go to work thinking man this could be my day i get caught i get the virus i mean thinking of others is way more important than us i'll tell you that all right, Rex, you know what? You're, I'm in a similar situation. I got four kids, and, and we've been in quarantine at home, and we've done some house cleanup, the basement, the garage, and even at one point ordered a new little desk for my daughter's room. Now, I got to ask you, okay, because I, I ask a lot of people this question. Are you the instructions guy? Because the way I do it is I rip the instructions out of the box. I take a look at the very first picture, the very last picture, and I try to navigate through it from there. <laughs> But then I usually end up with like a couple screws, a little piece of wood here or something there that, you know, it's sitting there looks right, but I've got a couple of things left over. Are you that guy that has a few things left over or are you like instructions to the max? <laughs> I love that. It's so it's so human. It's so natural to get stuff and put it together. And I, I've never been a handyman because I've always was busy during my young days playing ball and chasing after all kinds of balls out there, you know, footballs, basketballs, baseballs when I was young, and thankfully it paid off. But whenever we get a big package or a chair comes in or a desk, um, my boys now that are 17 and 18 years old are a big help. You know, we sit down, but it's family time. It's like putting a, a jigsaw puzzle together, uh, sitting down, making time with each other. We simply go through the directions, and if there's a problem, uh, then we, we figure it out. Uh, so to me, it's family time. That's what that's about. And then when you accomplish something like that, we usually, if there's a bolt or a, a washer missing, ah, no big deal. We put it in a little baggie and put it in a drawer somewhere. <laughs> and, and, we, and, and we just move forward. As long as it holds you up and as long as it works, we're game and we smile and give each other high fives. We're talking with Rex Hudler, formerly with the Cardinals from 90 to 92, now the TV color commentator for the Royals in Kansas City. Hud, I got to ask, because you were drafted in 1978. You've been playing baseball your entire life. This is probably the longest that you've gone without watching or playing baseball in some capacity, probably in the last, God, I, I would imagine 50 years. What's that been like for you to not have baseball every day in your life the way that you're kind of used to this time of year? Well, you know, if, if you're blessed to have been in the grand game as long as I have, it's like, wow, I got some free time because it's been a long time and I know how long the seasons can be and so you just take it with a grain of salt you hope that this change in our world that we've never been through before um, will will allow us the grand game to come back gradually this summer and, and that'll be good if you told me today that they were going to cancel the baseball the rest of the season wow that that would hurt um, not just for me personally going to the ballpark and, may, and, and thankfully making a, a living doing broadcasting, but thinking about players in my playing days. And that's my job now is to explain to the, to the listener what a player goes through. That's why I have a color commentating job. And to miss service time as a player and your lifespan as a player is really short. 
Major League Baseball average is just at four years in the big leagues if you're lucky to get there. But but so these guys that are missing a whole year of their of their careers is really really devastating. But the the, the saving grace is is that that they couldn't control this. Now the last time I was out for any length of time was 1994 95. We struck. Now that's on us, the players. We are the ones who walked away. That disrupted baseball. We didn't have a World Series, and we didn't go back to work until the middle of May in 95. So this is the, the only thing that I can compare with it, but I can tell you that Major League Baseball uh, gave us two, two and a half weeks to get ready before they started the season in 95, and that was plenty of time. So I would imagine if they, if they can uh, think back and look at those days, that they'll probably use that as a gauge and, and, and move forward uh, with the players, letting them know, uh, giving them ample time to get ready. But they're all training right now. They're all doing their thing. So I would imagine that they'll be ready. But, but yeah, to answer your question, uh, it's a blessing now uh, to have this time during the spring um, and summer. And I do, I do miss going to the ballpark. I miss, the thing I miss the most, guys, are the fans, the people. Man, the people, that's what stirs me. That's what stirs our, our, our revenues that's what stirs baseball. That's what stirs everything is our fans. Now, the thought of going back and playing ball and broadcasting with no fans in the stands, that is really un- uh, unbelievable there. Uh, that's unheard of. So we'll wait and see. We'll continue to challenge what's ahead of us, the unknown, um, and trust the higher minds of the game. The higher minds of the game are paid and paid handsomely to make decisions that govern our game. So, look, we're going to keep our, our faith in those guys, uh, the commissioner, uh, and those people that are trying to figure out. They have so many things on their plate uh, to figure out, finances from umpires to players to people who work at stadiums, and they're doing a good job so far. But let's hold our breath and hope like heck that in another month or so we can get the word that we're going to be playing ball again. All right, Rex. Our, our good buddy Brandon here. He says he's not on board for this, but I, you, you being the baseball guy, I wanted to float it past you. I've taken a little bit of interest in the KBO, the Korean Baseball Organization, and that's tr- tr- simply because well, there's nothing else going on, right? But now, based mm-hmm. upon that. Do you think Major League Baseball is eyeballing what they're doing right now with no fans and some of the rules that they've implemented? Do they think they're going to try? Do you think that they might try to use that as a blueprint for their master plan headed forward? Oh, absolutely. Their eyes are open for to everything. Everything that's going on in the world, everybody pays attention to. Let's see what they're doing. I mean, Sports are starting to get stimulated again. They're starting to feel, okay, maybe we can get the curve, lower the curve, whatever they call it. And you know what? By the way, when I hear that term, let's lower the curve. Is that what the, is that what the term is? What's the term? Flatten the curve. Yeah, flatten yep. the curve. Flatten the curve. I'm like, you know what? As a player, I hated a curve. <laughs> especially, especially Mike Boddicker. Mike Boddicker had a curveball that started in the sky and ended up in the ground, and it, it, it was unfair. And I remember I never saw nothing like that in the minor leagues. So I get to the big leagues, and I'm facing the Orioles, and this guy, this curveball, I'm like, oh, that ain't fair. Dwight Gooden had a hammer. It threw it about 87 miles an hour, and it was a curve, and that's the only curve I ever heard that I, that I could hear it. <laughs> so you can see it, but, but when it comes in, it's going, that's what the term comes. It has teeth on it, and believe me, uh, uh, no thank you to curves, but flattening this one, 
Let's do it. Rex, final question that I've got for you, my friend. What What is your favorite memory from being in St. Louis? You were here when it, it, it wasn't the same Cardinals team then that it has been for the last 20 years, but what, what was your favorite memory playing here in St. Louis? Oh, one of the greatest ever. Three years of playing in the heartland of America. Are you kidding? And, you know, thankfully I had great coaching And my parents were awesome when I was a young kid, so they taught me the importance of hustling and playing baseball. They told me you didn't have to have any talent to hustle, son, and you ain't playing on my team if you don't hustle. So thankfully, God gave me the tools with speed. Uh, You know, soccer was my sport, so I learned how to to be an athlete. And then uh, I'll tell you, uh, uh, moving forward, playing with several teams in the minors for 10 years, and playing for the Yankees and the Orioles and the Expos, you know, and I get to, I get traded. Whitey Herzog trades for me in April of '90, which uh, trade that early in the season in April never happens. But but Whitey was rebuilding, and they, he was just finishing uh, with the great run with Ozzie and Pendleton and Coleman and McGee and and all those great players that he had, and so he was kind of rebuilding then. And when I got there, I played the same brand of baseball, but the fans in St. Louis, man, they just embraced that. And they and the greatest compliment that was ever paid to me ever was by the great Hall of Famer Red Shandies, whom I got to sit on the bench with as I rode the pine for nine most, <laughs> most times because I was a utility player. So I would sit there and guess who I got to BS with every game. Red. That's when Red still dressed out with the team, and the stories that he would share with me give me goosebumps to this day. And Red said, "Kid, you'd have been great in my day, you know." And so when he com- when he told me I would have been a great player in his day, now I don't use the word great around me at all, especially when it comes to <laughs> baseball playing. But when Shane Dees told me that I would have been on that that gas house gang, that I would have been a star player, that just fired me up. And largely, it was because of hustle something that a player can control you can only control two things that's your attitude and your output and if you control those and you have any talent you have a chance to stay and man did they make me feel good when i cracked my head open on the wall on the left field line uh, joe torrey came out on the field to get me off the field and he says hud come on you've got to go and i said joe i play once a week you play me once a week and frank viola's pitching he's a left hander and i'm wearing him out and you're going to take me out of this game he goes, Hud, you're bleeding. So, all right, all right, I'll go. So I'm walking out off the field in, in the crowd. The 40,000 at Bush Stadium sees the blood pouring down my neck. They start cheering. And so how am I supposed to walk back to the dugout? I took off and jogged off the field, left Tory and Gene Gieselman, and the trainer. I left them in the dust. And when I got to the dugout, the blood and the cut to my head was was just spurting, and my trainer says, Hud, you idiot, when you have a brain, when you have something in your head that's cut open, when you when you run, the, the blood, it gushes the blood out. I said, how am I supposed to do the people out there just made me feel great, man. They gave me a standing O, and that, and that blood let it pour, man. I'm bleeding cardinal red tonight. That's awesome. Rex, I tell you what, the fans still love you. Our text line's kind of blowing up here, but I got to ask you one here. We got a texter from St. Louis says, please ask Rex about the time he ate a June bug in the dugout. Now, I got to know about this. Can you believe that they would remember that? <laughs> it, 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 it became 
And, and I never get tired of telling the story because it's a fun thing. It's a character thing. It's a morale booster. And that's all it was. And it turned into that because, and I had no idea it would, I'm sitting there on the steps of the dugout with a Cardinal uniform on in a day game like a lot of people wish they could. And something hit me in the head. It felt like a peanut from the stands. I looked, took off my hat, and there was this beautiful bug. I'd never seen a bug as colorful in my life. And so I showed him to my guys uh, in the dugout. I showed it to him. I go, fellas, look at this bug. And they're going, ooh, ooh. And then Tom Pagnazzi said, eat it. <laughs> and so I, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, uh, ooh, man, I'm not mentally prepared to do this. Uh, uh, okay, but it's a business proposition. I, 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 I knew it could happen. All right, I'll eat it. How much you pay? How much you pay? And Pagnazzi goes, 10 bucks. I go, 10 bucks? Shake yourself. You're a big leaguer, man. That's embarrassing. What do you mean, 10 bucks? He goes, all right, 100. I go, now we're talking. I point to the next guy, Joe McGrain, 100. Frank DiPino, 100. Lee Smith, 100. Uh, 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 a couple other guys, 100. Eight guys said that they would give me 100 bucks. And by what? the time I got to the end of the dugout, Whitey Herzog's looking at me, and, I'm, and, I, and I looked at him, and we're losing by seven runs to the mess. <laughs> and here I am, messing around, raising money for me. <laughs> so I went back to the other end of the dugout. And so Pagnazzi goes, okay, hud, I got a stipulation. You got to chew him. You got to chew him up. And I said, okay, I got a stipulation. I'm not chewing Jack until I get the cash in my hand. And so they all got up in the middle of the game and went to their valuable boxes. And, and you know, each back then, ball players carried C notes. So, so here they come back out, hundred, hundred, eight guys slapped hundred dollar bills in my in my hand, and I look at that money and I put it in my pocket. Like, are you kidding? And, in the meantime, that the bug never flew off my hat. Now, had he flown off, the bet's off. But I picked him up off my hat. I popped him in my mouth and chewed him, chewed him up. And, and when I when I got a few good chews in, I put him on my tongue. And I opened my mouth and went ah. And I showed I showed my teammates the the chewed up June bug, and they freaked out. I mean, I wish I had a little, I wish we had remote, uh, cameras back then, you know, on our phones. It would have been great to get their responses because they freaked out. Now I'm getting ready to sit on the bench and, and, and I'm starting to uh, go, okay, what's this bug going to taste like? <laughs> I, I chewed him and I'm expecting some horrible taste and I swallowed it and I went, damn, that tasted like bacon. <laughs> That's the easiest money I ever made. Now, when I went home, okay, we ended up coming back, by the way. We, we, we scored eight runs, and we beat the Mets, so it became the rally bug. And now the game's over, and all the guys are walking past Jennifer, my wife, out there with the wife sit waiting for their husbands, and, and they were saying, don't kiss HUD. <laughs> but not kiss him. And so I get out there, and by, the, and by the time I get out, she goes, what did you do now? And I said, I ate a June bug. She goes, what? And I said, yeah, and I pulled out 800s, and she goes, Oh, that's beautiful. And she snatched it out of my hands and went and bought a purse. <laughs> <laughs> Rex, you are the absolute best, my friend. We uh, we always enjoy having you on the show. Thanks so much for giving us so much of your time today. We really appreciate it, man. Uh, you, guys, you guys are pumping me and the fans in St. Louis. I can't wait to see you again this year. What a huge blessing you are and have been to me and my wife. Uh, making, you know, actually uh, making my dreams come to being cheered by people who care, that are passionate. And so I'm very thankful for the opportunity that I had to play there. So, so guys, thanks for having me and let me tell stories. Absolutely. HUD, you're the best. All the best to you and your family. Stay safe, stay healthy out there. All right, man? man?
Thanks, guys. Absolutely. That's Rex Hodler joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. We went really long yeah. with that interview. Um, I, let's go ahead. Let's react to that real quick, and then we'll come back on the other side. We got something. To, Rex Hodler is unlike any human being I've ever met in my life. Everything you just heard is real. That's HUD. That's who he is. That's the real deal. He's that guy on the air and off the air. He has a heart of gold. He's one of the kindest, gentlest human beings you'll ever meet. And he's got stories for days, like eating June bugs on oh, in the this dugout. Guy, I tell you what, I'd love to be sitting there sharing some beers with this guy and just, you know, kind of listening to stories, get him all fired up, put a quarter in basically and let him go. But. Yeah, I had no idea. Somebody popped in on the text line. We're like, you got to ask him about eating a Jumbo. I'm like, okay, that sounds kind of interesting. <laughs> Little did I know, like, it had an amazing story attached to it. So, HUD is the guy that made his way through baseball by just being fast and working his ass off. And that's still who he is today. He just works his ass off, and he's fun to be around. He's the, the consummate glue guy, the guy that you want in your clubhouse because everybody enjoys being around him. In a lot of ways, in, in some ways, actually, it reminds you a little bit of Dunk, where every Everybody just loves being around him because you end up smiling and laughing because you're around him. We appreciate Rex Hudler for joining us here today on Ribs and BK. Coming up on the other side, so there's something going on in the Earl Thomas household that we've just got to discuss. We'll do that next on 101 ESPN.